Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Taking your text this morning on what you think about the legalization of sports gambling in Minnesota. You heard the passion in uh, Steve Simpson's voice just for the fact that it's he thinks it's silly that we don't have it. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Blois Olson with the morning take. We're going to be talking with Senator Jeremy Miller uh, in an hour about his proposal. And it's very interesting what he's proposing, Blois. Uh, and you kind of alluded to it yesterday. He's looking to satisfy everyone involved. And how will this differ from what the legislature looked at near the end of the session last session? Good morning, Vanita. I mean, I would say that, you know, uh, it's up to the legislature to decide. And this is where the negotiations start to try to, quote, make everybody happy. I think this is one of those issues that not everybody's going to be totally happy. But, you know, really the the tribes um, and the tracks have to work out kind of between them how the legislature has to work it out between them, you know, whether or not new revenue for the tracks goes to purses, how that plays out, um, and, and or if the, the tracks get other games. That's kind of the traditional tension between them. But I want to just, I want to go back to the, the Steve Simpson uh, piece and, mm-hmm. and where we're at. I mean, so there are, the last year, and this is a little, little information coming out uh, next week probably, there were 1.6 million attempts in Minnesota for people to use a legal platform that's legal in, in a neighboring state or another state. There are 1.6 million attempts in Minnesota because the apps reject you. As you guys were talking about, you're, you, you got to go over the border. And so, uh, and there's over 100,000 people here who already have accounts in in those legal platforms and so again full disclosure i'm working on this i work for a group called sports betting alliance we're going to be handling some of their communication around this uh but but this is a populist movement it's like sunday sales it's like um they just it doesn't make sense for minnesota to to not be like other states it's also gonna derive significant revenue to things like stopping, you know, or helping people with addictive uh, gambling issues for helping youth sports and then whatever else the legislature decides. So um, it's a populist issue. 
Minnesota just seems to always be the last to go on these issues. Whether it's legalizing cannabis, by the way, or Sunday sales or other, we just seem to make things harder than they need to be. Other states seem to figure out how to get them done quicker. It is kind of interesting. And you bring up that Sunday sales issue. I know how uh, it was very controversial when that was done. Well, we're talking to Jeremy Miller. But was it controversial? But what? Yeah. But this is the question: Was it controversial, or was it just that certain interests got to negotiate or hold off, et cetera? It wasn't controversial to normal Minnesotans. People would come to Minnesota and be like, "Huh." <laughs> and by the way, there's more of those issues coming. Stay tuned. Oh, oh, you can't tell us more. There you go. You can't tell us more. No, not okay. today. Okay. I've given you enough today. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, what is the, why is the wording diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, now controversial? Now, this is related uh, to uh, Dean Phillips and his campaign. But in general, I have been reading that DEI is not what it's bringing up controversy in the, in the corporate world and wherever. And so I'm just curious what's going on there. You know, I think there's a there's a, a real feeling amongst um, certain groups, um, and I would say uh, it's middle aged uh, white folks uh, being one. But I think there's I think it's it's kind of the you know I, what's the term where you know the reaction is stronger than um, you know you throw a ball against the wall and it comes back faster. I think that's what is happening with DEI. And a lot of these companies, organizations, universities have thrown it against the wall and it's coming back at them. I will tell you from stories that, you know, we used to call it quotas. We used to call it, you know, equal opportunity. The feeling amongst certain audiences, again, in, in especially I've heard it from corporate America, is we're spending too much time on it. It's taking away from business productivity and we're putting it ahead of everything else that we've been taught through our lives is important, like productivity, like um, profitability, things like that. And I think that there's just, there's a pushback. I hear it a lot and it's not, it's not racist to be against it. It's, these are values that, uh, you know, maybe profitability and productivity were the, the values that people were taught in the business community. And now this is being interjected. Um, I've heard from several friends in higher corporate positions. I actually have a friend who who left and retired because he was being asked to hire people who were not qualified for jobs to meet DEI initiatives and spend, you know, up to 20% of his time on those efforts when it didn't affect his bonus or it didn't affect the stock price. So I, I think there's, we have to get back to a balance. I think, I think we overplayed our hand for a few years. And, and I think there's, there's a general sentiment that what's really important. And real quickly, Representative Phillips, uh, was, there was a donor who was pushing back on his reference of DEI. Well, I, 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 look, I, I don't think Dean Phillips changed his website because of a donor. I think that there is, again, pushback. This is Bill Ackman. He's a donor to the Super PAC. Um, and this is the higher ed conversation right now. And by the way, it's no clearer being played out than the old battle on campuses of what's free speech and what's hate speech. Um, because those people who are seemingly anti-Semitic 
use DEI as their reason to, to talk about it. Meanwhile, if you're anti-Hamas, then, you know, it's hate speech. I, I battled this in the mid-90s in the University of Wisconsin system as a college newspaper editor. We battled hate speech rules because the First Amendment is the First Amendment. And I still am a purist on that, as evident every morning on this program. <laughs> That's certainly the case. Blois, good to talk to you. We'll be listening on Sunday morning. Sounds great. See ya. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.